Hello everyone, Pastor Carlos here with you with another episode on my podcast. It's been a minute since I've been on here, but I've been busy doing things, preparing for uh, things in ministry. So, But anyway, let's get down to it. Today's topic is the sleeping Christian. In today's culture, we uh, in today's culture, being woke is a popular expression, a way of telling people they need to be awakened to social issues around them. Just as well, the sleeping Christians need to be woke to spiritual relationships with God, like the Apostle Paul urged, and to do these understanding the present time, the, the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our Savior is nearer now than when we first believed. That is in Romans 13, 11. How do Christians fall asleep anyway? It's a good question, isn't it? Instead of pursuing their relationship with God, some Christians fill their lives with worldly pursuits and ideas that shape their thinking and belief. So rather than growing spiritually closer, they become insensitive to his leading in their lives and to what is happening spiritually around them. Other sleeping Christians are individuals who once faithfully served God, expectantly looking for Jesus to come, but since lost interest, some have retreated from seeking God after being hurt or disappointed by a pastor, church, or other Christians. But the scripture cautions Christians about being asleep here are 10 warnings every Christian should consider. Be, beware of missing out. Sleeping Christians are missing out on the good things God has for them here on earth. 1 Timothy 6.17 urges, Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. A sleeping believer is also missing out on the future rewards. Ephesians 6, 8 explains how the Lord will reward each of us for whatever good we do. But Christians who are operating in sleep mode aren't about doing good. Likewise, in Revelations twenty two twelve, Jesus says, Look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me and I will give to each person according to what they've done. Number two, resist prayerlessness. Although Colossians 4.12 urges us to devote ourselves to prayer and watchfulness, uh, sleeping Christians aren't alert to the enemy's plot and schemes. First Peter 5.8 warns, Be alert and sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Dosing off means believers aren't praying for God's direction, protection, and leading in their lives, leaving them open and vulnerable to the enemy's attack. Like in Ephesians 6.18 encourages, be alert and always pray. Number three, be wary of following the crowd. Christians are warned about getting caught up in the crowd and pursuing a lifestyle based on the world's leading rather than asking God to direct their steps. These following the crowd pursuits draw sleepy believers astray and away from where God wants to lead them. Although following trending activities may seem harmless, these pursuits divert believers' focus away 
from what God is calling them to do. First Peter 2.25 explains how this can happen. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Number four, avoid being unprepared. Jesus wants us to prepare for his coming. So you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Matthew 24, 44. Just like being unprepared for a guest, many sleeping Christians aren't expecting Jesus to come anytime soon and are not getting ready even though Matthew uh, 24, 42 urges. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. Still, God desires us to prepare for his coming. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night or towards daybreak. Number five, look out for loved ones. Jesus warned, but store up yourselves in heaven, treasures in heaven, uh, where moth and vermin do not destroy what their thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart is, will be also. Matthew 6, 20, 21. Many Christians are storing up stuff on earth, but the truth is we can't take possession with us. Luke seventeen thirty to 33 explains, It will be just like this. On the day the Son of Man is revealed, on that day, no one who is on the house top with possessions inside should go down to get them. Likewise, no one in the field should go back for anything. Remember, Lot's wife, whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will preserve it. Yet, spiritual sleepy heads focus on their own comfort and need, obviously, to the to be woken up to the eternal destiny of their friends family and neighbors until and sometimes it is too late jesus tells us a rich man who after he died realized his entire family was set to follow him to torment in luke 16 27 through 28 as well as jesus describes the sorrowful scene of christians being taken and loved ones left behind i tell you that on that night two people will be in be in one in bed one will be taken and the other left two women will be grinding grain together one will be taken and the other will be left luke 17 34 through 35 as romans 14 t t uh romans 10 excuse me uh 14 urges how then can they call on the one they have not believed in and how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? So that was number, number five. Number six, run from darkness. Both physical and spiritual sleep often take place in darkness. First Thessalonians 5, 5 reminds us, you are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or the darkness. Still people are drawn to darkness. As John 3.19 explains, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Of course, 
Christian living in darkness have backslidden in their relationship with God. Instead of following Jesus, they have forsaken him as their first love. Revelations 2.4, like John, 1 John 1.6 explains, If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness, we lie and we do not live out the truth. Sadly, those who stay in darkness will be surprised as Christ come, coming like a thief in the night. First Theologians 5, 4, 7. Stop being clueless. Christians who walk around with their spiritual eyes closed are not seeing God's clues to what's happening in the world, especially today. Luke 17, 27 describes the dreadful consequences of being clueless. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will be the days of Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage up to the day of Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. Instead of taking notice and recognizing the signs of the times, sleeping believers start to accepting and adapting to what, pop, what is popular in their lives, unaware of what is really taking place. Like in Luke 17, 28, 29 explains, it was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building, but the day of Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Number eight, don't be swept away in error. How many of us see family and friends being swept away into new movements that carry them further away from the truth of God's word? Second Peter 3.17 warns, Therefore, beloved, since you already know these things, be on your guard so that you will not be carried away by the error of lawless and fall from your secure standing. Sleepy believers often find themselves somewhere uh, they weren't planning on going because they get caught up in culture current and get currently swept away from God's truth. Like the Apostle Paul warned, so if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. 2 Corinthians 10, 11. Number nine, beware of leading order others astray. This is really tough because many do. What we say and do influences those around us, and sleepy Christians have a tendency to pull others astray with them, like friends who try to convince their friends to participate in things that go against their co co uh, co coincidence. Um, However, as Jesus warned, the consequences for doing so are severe. In Luke 17, 1-2, Jesus says to his disciples, Things that cause people to stumble are bound to come, but woe to anyone whom they come. It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a milestone tied around their necks than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. So watch yourselves. Number 10. God encourages us. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. First Theologians 5, 6. Like a computer goes into sleep mode and has to be wakened to function. 
properly, spiritual sleepless causes us to shut down of our spiritual growth. I pray and hope that this has blessed you, because as in Revelations 3, 2 through 3 urges, wake up, strengthen what remains and is about to die, for I have found your deeds unfinished in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what time I will come. The Lord God is warning us right now to wake up to what is happening, not just around us, but also spiritually. So much is going on in the world. We need Christians to wake back up and be uh, intercessors, prayer warriors, and standing in the gap for others who are suffering, who are heartbroken, who are homeless, who have fallen to the seas or COVID or any other things. We are to be prayerful and watchful. I pray that this has helped you today. God bless you. I love you all. Take care. And I'll see you next time.